Hey, what's up, y'all? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Thursday, January 12, 2023. Um, for those of you listening from around the world, from Lagos, Nigeria, I hope you're already on your way to work. Those in different time zones, I hope your day is going well. How's the year kicked off for you? How's your resolutions going? Are you still keeping them? Have you jettisoned them and moved on? Whatever the case may be, I'm glad you're here and you're alive and you're well. And that's all that matters. So today I'm going to talk a little bit, very, very briefly. It's not a very long podcast. Today we're talking about paying attention to the fine details, right? You often hear the saying when people say the devil is in the details. What that really means is that you need to pay attention to the fine print of whatever it is you're doing. Some offers look too good to be true, and when they look too good to be true, oftentimes they are. So it just happened to be recently, um, when I opened the store, and this is this is what has brought up this conversation. I was on TikTok the other day, minding my business, when I saw this lady who talked about how to make very easy money, which she called passive income. Passive income means that you don't do anything, right? There's no active, everyday involvement, Right. Um, just do A and B and money starts flowing in. She made it look like it was easy and straightforward. She said to us that we should go to Etsy. Etsy is one of these online stores, right? Where you can open up your own store. You know, the same way I used to do in Lagos when I was in Nigeria. I put up a store with my t-shirts back in the day on my Flutterwave, put it up. Um, and then people just see it and they just advertise the store, right? People go there, order the shirts. And then I, at the back end produce the shirts and send them. The reason why I closed the store at the time was that delivery cost in Nigeria was killing me and I thought it was only in Nigeria. I got here and I realized that it's even worse over here. But that's not the moral of the story. So in Nigeria, it was very straightforward because it was only one website I had to deal with. You just placed your order. When I see the order, I would then get people to print the shirts and send to me. When the orders became a lot, then I printed quite a number of shirts. I invested my own money in it, printed 10 or 20, um, and just kept different sizes. So when people knowing that people were going to order for them. So that worked out. But this other store is very different, right? Because I don't have printers over here. I don't have printers for the shirts over here. So she said, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go to one website, open the store, go to another website where they print shirts. Open an account on that website, right? Choose the shirts that you want. So you will see different suppliers of like white shirts or black shirts, whatever it is, T-shirts. Choose one of them, do your design, put on it, and just save it there. Does it make sense? Now, link both stores. Link the printer, shirt printer store to the to the store, to the online store website. Does it make sense? Link them together so that when somebody orders on your online store, the online store will automatically send the request, just automatically. To the printer. So if I pick a shirt on my store, the printer gets an alert saying one per- start producing one shirt. Doesn't make sense. And send it to this address, blah blah blah. Whatever details they've put in there. Now don't forget that when you order something, you pay immediately. But this online store holds on to the customer's money, it doesn't release the money to me, right? Holds on to the customer's money until I deliver, right? Um, and I think for some reason it's supposed to make sure that you know people get their stuff and you know, just you just don't take their money and run away and don't deliver. Um, yeah, oh, you know, for a few days, they hold the money and uh, it didn't read the fine print. And this is the moral of the story. 
I saw the video on TikTok. I thought it was very easy. I thought, oh my God, this is wonderful. All I have to do is just sit down here, open a store here, open a printing order there, and I'm done. But when I was opening the store, they asked me for my credit card, my account details, my card details. And I was wondering why they needed my account details. But I didn't read it. I just typed it in and moved on, thinking it was just a requirement. It was much later. I set everything up, everything's fine. Luckily for me, I didn't get any orders. But I got, in 24 hours, I got like 14 people had viewed the shirts, my the products I had on my store, which were all t-shirts. Um, and I was very excited and I thought, oh my God, people are paying attention, you know, you know what someone's going to buy soon. And then I decided to one day just, you know, research, just, you know, this Etsy store, how does it really work? And then someone says to me, you do know that you have opened two different websites, which means that if Etsy, the online store, keeps the customer's money, then the shirt printer in Germany or in the UK, wherever they are, don't get any money. And you expect them to produce the shirts for you. They're not going to do that. So the shirt printers are going to debit your card for that money. So let me put it this way. A client clicks a shirt for, for £9 um, on my online store. The online store held on to the £9. But the printer, the shirt printer has got the order from that store saying start printing one shirt. They need money to buy the shirt material and to print it. So they'll first debit my card for the £9 print the shirt, send it to the guy, doesn't make sense. And then when Etsy releases the money to me, that's how I get my own money back. Doesn't make sense. So Etsy will release my money later on, but to print the shirt, these guys need money. So they take the money from me first, and then I get the money back. But this is like five to seven days later. Now, you might think that makes sense, right? It makes sense for them, but not for me. Because that means that if I get 10 shirt orders, and each shirt is £14, I will be losing £140. I can just sit here right now, and I just get debited for £140. You know what I mean? Because the shirt printers have 10 orders they have to print and they're taking the money from me right now. So multiply that. So the more I'm hoping people buy my stuff, the more of my money will be hooked and stuck somewhere for no reason. So I come at a restaurant and then suddenly I'm debited 300 pounds, for instance, because I have 30 shirts people have ordered. It doesn't make any sense. I didn't see that. So I go back to see the fine print and that's when I realized they had actually mentioned it at the point where they were asking for my credit card. They say, we're going to have to debit you first to fulfill your orders and then when you get the money back you will get the money back from the online store whenever you know they release the money pay their policy and i didn't pay any attention and in life this is how many of us get into trouble in life in general we just hear what we want to hear we look at the headlines we see the offers we we are wowed by the marketing and we do not take time to to read and think and say can't, what is in it for the person who's selling this thing? So if they promise me, oh, you can win $100,000, what's in it for them? How are they making that money back? You know what I mean? You have to think like that and figure out, first of all, whether or not you're, you know what I mean? Are you standing a chance to win it? Are you going to win it automatically? What is the cost to you for winning it? Does it mean when you win it, you're tied into some contract for life? You know, you can't, you know, you can't do X or Y or Z. You need to pay attention to the fine print. And this goes for many of you who are doing business today. One day you're going to get a contract from a big company. You're going to get to work with a proper organization. So I'm going to give you documents to sign. Make sure you read it. If you don't understand it, send it to your lawyers. Many of you have signed things that you thought were simple confidentiality agreements. Meanwhile, there are clauses in there that stop you from even behaving in a certain way. They are called disparagement clauses, non-disparagement clauses, which means you can't bring our name 
to disrepute or you can't behave in a way that will embarrass us because you are our ambassador now. But he didn't see that part. All you saw was confidentiality means I can't tell anybody that I'm do I'm working with you guys, which is fine. Then you get into trouble tomorrow because you just said something on Twitter that embarrassed the company you're working with and now they have to let you go because you didn't read the fine print. And so that's my message for today. As you get out there today, as you grind and you hustle, always read the fine print. And if you don't know, get somebody who knows to read it for you. That's that for that, y'all. Peace out.